Marketing Made Easy, the podcast. Now here are your hosts from Get Savvy Club, Anna Geary and Anita Baldwin. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Marketing Made Easy from the Get Savvy Club. Anna Geary and Anita Baldwin here. Hi Anita, how are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, really good. Thank you very much. We're about to go on a, a little break, aren't we? Tomorrow, so we're just rounding off this I'm podcast. going today. Well, you're going today. I'm uh, I'm driving down tomorrow. So yeah, just a, just one of those off the cup kind of breaks that we're doing. We are doing a bit of planning down there, a bit of planning and strategy and things. But yeah, taking the kids because it's school holidays now. And it's heatwave and um, my husband has just done the car maintenance. So I'm good to go, whatever that is. Whatever that is, yeah, um, yeah, it has been it's a blue about, job. Yeah, my, uh, he was on about something to do with my wheel, but not too sure what. But let's just see. Um, I am in one of the breakdown. <laughs> see how I don't even know which breakdown. <laughs> don't know who I'd call, but I'm in one. I think yeah. somehow. But I did once um, had a. I went over something and got a flat tire and rang Mark, and he wouldn't come out to me because he tried to teach me how to change a tire and I refused to learn. So I had to call the breakdown people. We even agreed that. Actually, I'd rather buy a new car than change a tyre. It's not for us. It's not like a sexist people think, oh, women, that's women for No, I'm sure if I was a man, mm. I'd think the same. Thank you. Yeah. But then um, my punishment <laughs> for not learning was having to sit for an hour in a car park waiting for the, um, which was winter. It wasn't all that pleasant, actually. But, um, yeah, it's better than doing it yourself. Better than it? doing it yourself. I wouldn't even attempt it. No, thanks. Um, so, yeah, this is a guest podcast episode. So we, today we have with us... Becky Craven um, and the reason we got chatting to her was because um, you know she's a bit of an expert in people getting their retail shops like actual physical real life actual shops bricks and mortar online um, and using a really simple tool called, well would you call it a tool this is, yeah, how, bad this is how bad we are at tech platform Shopify anyway not to be confused with Spotify which is where you get your music and great podcaster here you can get this podcast on spotify um but who yeah, on earth would confuse those two i don't know I'm an idiot. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> apparently it's very common for people to do okay. that she said um but yeah sh- maybe she's just being nice and <laughs> yeah. um, but yeah shopify so it's it's um a platform that you can integrate in with instagram facebook i think facebook as well uh, other platforms to make and pinterest and whatnot to make it easier to sell your goods that way rather than having to have a physical shop so you could do both but it just helps you get online easier um so becky we had a lovely conversation about how she helps people do that and her background and whatnot so let's get into it if you're enjoying marketing made easy the podcast from get savvy club use your podcast app to rate review and subscribe my background is that i used to work in an advertising agency i worked in london and i worked over in sydney and back in the day before the internet really even existed so that sort of shows my age i worked with clients like timberland and clarks and um start right and some really lovely foodie brands that all of us have got in our cupboards and my job at that time before the dot-com boom was to go out and try and promote websites to people and i was sent out so that they often had a 30-page booklet which they were dead happy with and you know cost them quite a lot of money and my job was to say right okay there's this new thing called the internet and um (laughs) and do you know what never catch on never catch on and they said, this is never going to catch on, Becky. Thanks very much. It's really nice to meet you. But Bye. Sure. <laughs> so um, fast forward a couple of years, and it was brilliant because I got in early with websites, and I really enjoy anything to do with digital marketing. So I've been doing that ever since 2000, really. And you build websites. I don't. I work with people to build websites. I oh, build, okay. I can build them, but that's not my forte at all. I promote and support people with digital marketing. 
So I outsource things like building websites or yeah. writing or anything like that. So it's all the visual side of things. So a lot more, sort of bringing it more up to date. Um, I work as a photographer and I work as a digital marketing person. So basically with marketing, you need to have some really good images. So whether that's on Instagram yeah. or Facebook or Pinterest or your website or any of that stuff. So I work as a combination of those to help people find their perfect client or switch from being a bricks and mortar shop in retail sense to actually switching to be able to go online. So I've been doing loads of that work in the last 12 to 18 months I bet yeah it's just like a minefield like where do you even start because there's so many different options and ways of kind of taking that retail space online but like I know lots of businesses like well how how do we even do this it's super easy actually there's one product that I would use and that's uh, Shopify that connects really well because it's a perfect partner for Instagram and Facebook so if you're trying to sell anything on those platforms, the easiest thing to do is work with one of their, plat- with, with one of their partners and one of their platforms. And so that's what I teach people, how to set up a Shopify account, um, great pictures, text, etc. that also brings it all alive. And some of that's relevant if you have an Etsy shop or not on the high street. It doesn't have to be with that. But trying to give people the ownership and the control to enable them to sell as much as possible through platforms that they already use and exist the easier you can make it the less like clicks and things you know if you can be feel like you're still in instagram and you're buying the thing that's got to be better than taking them to an external website that they perhaps don't trust or whatever so if it can be all in one space it's easier for the user and it's your transactions more likely to go ahead isn't it so for anyone that doesn't know much about shopify um me what is it it's basically um, you pay for it on a monthly basis. So you put all your products in there. So if you were in a retail environment, you will probably have a list of products either kept on a on like with your SKUs, your SKU codes, or you might have it through an Excel spreadsheet. But it's a, an inventory of all your products. So you put that inventory onto Shopify, and it's a drag and drop system. Um, most of the people I've worked with have been able to do that within two weeks. So I talked to them at the beginning of the process and explain how it works and show them step by step. They go away and do the hard work, which is actually getting those pictures and writing the descriptions and being really clear on all of those elements that they're actually selling, describing it so people can imagine what it is to touch and feel it and to see it. And then we come back together at the end and they've normally done it quite well by then. And lots of people have not been tech savvy to do that, but they've managed. You get a 14 day trial at the beginning of it. So I I don't get paid by Shopify at all, but it's just like the easiest way of doing it because the other option to be able to sell through Facebook is you set up a catalog and at the minute in the UK, we can't take payments in that way. Making it integrated and native in that system is how it works. Who's Shopify ideal for then? Like small product-based businesses? Oh no, it's massive. Like lots of big companies use it as well. But it's people who want to be able to set it up and do it themselves. So Mm -hmm. some people may be selling on Instagram with their website and maybe like a plug-in like WooCommerce because that works really well with WordPress and it all fits together and you can sell from it. Um, but the thing with Shopify is it's set up so that I would say like your average person could set it up, work with it and be selling something within two weeks. And over the last like, I don't know, 12 to 18 months, that's been exact, you know, it's been a godsend for people to be able to do that. They've switched. Yeah. But I think it's a good platform to be able to continue it. So even though things have opened up now, why not continue to be able to sell not just in your little yes. local area, but internationally or nationally? We don't have like physical products, so you can't like, not yet anyway, maybe we'll get branded like uh, stuff, merchandise to 
so I'll get a savvy club. But at the moment, we don't have that. But what we do have is we have like a membership. So we have um, a thing called Get Savvy Academy where people buy into it and it's um, £39 a month to be part of it as this goes out at the moment. It could go up at some point. But yeah, at the moment, that's how much it is. Could you put products like that on there? Well, I've seen other people set up for Instagram to drive traffic into that Shopify account. And what they've done is they've said, you can do an hour's consultancy with me or an hour's one-to-one with me, or you can buy this downloadable masterclass. So you can use Shopify for that. If you're not using platforms to maybe run your online courses and you're just going to allow people to sort of turn up, so you get people to pay, you're going to turn up and you might use Zoom or you might use Teams or something, and you just want to take their payment and process that, yeah, you can definitely do that on Shopify. And there's some people doing it and they're finding it works really well. So not really then for our academy, which is a monthly membership, but maybe like if we had an online course, which is like a an evergreen one, because we have ones at the moment where it's group and we have to go through it on a group. But if we had something that was a standalone product that actually if they bought it, they could then get access to that thing. If you said, I want to be able to do one-to-ones or pay for academy or something like that, then you can do that. So it's the same principle as being able to sell a book. Um, so someone's going to buy that book and then they're going to download it and then turn up at a particular time. It works in that sort of sense. What? Well, how much does it cost to get on the Shopify? Um, uh, it- last time I looked, it was around about $29 per month to be able to get going. And Wow, get- that's just ridiculously cheap, isn't it? Yeah. And Why more- wouldn't you? you know the more products you have then the the price goes up and it yeah. increases like everything but it's great to get going um because lots of people that i've worked with have kept at that 29 dollars a month and found it to be really good you know yeah. you have products it depends on your variations and things so it starts getting into that nitty-gritty where you know you might be selling a t-shirt but actually it comes in three different sizes and three different colors so then you have like nine yeah. variations so that's where it starts to get a little bit kooky in the head and that's the hardest part, I would say, about it, is working out all your different variations. But for, for us, most of the time, it's quite straightforward to do. Um, it's not something that you need any superior technology to do. And also, the big thing with Shopify is they're, like, 24-7 support. So they're really, really helpful. Yeah. So how did you go, like, from doing all this selling on websites, things, to then how did the photography, like, connect in for you so I did it years ago at university it was always a hobby I really enjoyed it um like I said I was working for ad agencies I loved all of that kind of dot-com bit boom and everything that went with it and um I actually slipped my disc I was surfing and I slipped a disc and I was laid up for six weeks and during that time I was lying there thinking was this in Sydney um no I was back in London oh right it was amazing I I've got to work with so many great people out there and so many really good products. So um, I come back and I was working back in London and I was had this great job. I really enjoyed it and the people were brilliant and the buzz was great. And then I was laid up for six weeks and I just thought, hang on a minute, um, where is this all going? How is this going to work? I've been in the industry and the higher up you go in, in marketing and advertising, the further away you get from that team. Because what actually you end up doing is managing people as opposed to doing the stuff that I really loved. So I decided to go to Falmouth and do an MA in photography. So I took this year to be able to do this and I did my master's degree and it was the best thing I ever did. And I got to then work and do photographs and creative work. But yet I couldn't drop the marketing part of it. So I worked with the environment agency and I've got pictures over in Brussels and I went over on a trip to France and did this whole river project. So I really just got back mm. to the 
and did loads of interesting products. But um, from that, I then set up my business in 2006. So I worked as a photographer and then every so often I would also be saying to people, well, hang on a minute, where are you going to use these pictures? And how are you marketing yourself? And okay, so you want to go on Facebook, but is your dream client on Facebook? So it all came back to this concept of, well, hang on, where are you, where are you going with this? So then I continued to do marketing consultancy. So that's how my work has gone. So I work with mainly creatives and entrepreneurs that want to develop their marketing strategy on a visual basis. So how those pictures and how that's all going to fit together, but also to really encourage people to be able to just have a go and try different things as well. Where are you based now? So I'm based in Devon. I'm based in the middle of nowhere. Um, oh, because I think I saw something in a group that we're both in where you were like, oh, is anyone in North Devon? I was thinking, we're going Devon on, when do we go? Well, you sounded proper Leicester then, going Devon. We are going to Devon this weekend, yeah. I'll give you a really good tip, Anna. I know this is supposed to be about marketing, but one of my favourite beaches in the world, go to Puttsborough. Puttsborough. Look it up. Don't tell anyone, obviously, because yeah. um, we don't want many people going there. Edit that, Pete. <laughs> Put a beep over it. Go to beep. Even August bank holiday weekend, you get space. It's empty. Parking's quite expensive, but it's the other end of Woolacombe, and it's super lovely. Love a tip of where to go. Yeah. Yeah, I do. So you're living the dream, really, then, doing a job you love mixed with a hobby you love uh, yes. as part of the work and living in a fantastic place. Well, that seems the way, doesn't it, hey? Um, but, you know, I just think everyone can create that for themselves. It doesn't yeah. have to Online be. makes that possible, doesn't it? Because yeah. the trouble with Devon is there's not a lot of industry there, is there? So now with the online boom, um, particularly over the last 18 months as well, it's probably opened up to a lot more people. There's quite a lot of industry. There's a lot of science tech industry down mm. here around Exeter. There's a lot of the places that I work with, uh, food and beverage and tourism. So I photograph lots of properties, so whether they're Airbnbs or gorgeous hotels and probably some of the places that you're going to go to next week I will have photographed them and been part of it so there's a big community in that sense um but before Covid I was schlepping up and down to London and all over the southwest because that's just where my work took me and I guess what I've been sort of thinking about like lots of us is that hang on a minute if I'm teaching people how to set up and be able to sell and promote themselves all over the place why am I still planning to go up and down the M4 Actually, I don't need to do that. So I'm shifting my work to be able to do more of it online. And I'm doing a lot more mentoring, one-to-ones, and setting up and talking with people over their group coaching and activities like that. So it's been a good shift, definitely. It's made us all think, hasn't it, and review how we did things. And it's interesting what you say about when you were laid up for six weeks, that's the time that you had time to actually stop for once in your life and think about what your life looked like and where you're going and if it's work. Because we do all, like we've all been in like proper jobs where you are just in that proper job and you don't really question or think about not you're on that hamster wheel, yeah, aren't you? You're just in it. Not very often do we kind of stop for any period of time to think, is this what I actually want to do like for the next 10, 20, 40 years of your life or, or whatever? So even though it was obviously bad getting laid up for six weeks, it made you think and change change your life in in a better direction which is which is a fantastic thing from school we're very much driven to go to university and go and get the job and go into this and go into that and actually i think there's this movement now where we're looking at how we run our lives and how Mm. we more balance in them because the nine to five just doesn't really work it doesn't work for me as a working mum it hasn't worked for a long time and so it's not that i don't want to work 
at all. It's just that I need to work a little bit yeah. more steady and I also need to be flexible in my hours. I couldn't even imagine, like, you've got to be, like, to an actual office block and be there for that amount. I can't even, like grasp that at all now what that would look like even when I had those jobs I didn't really fit into the mold very much I did my own thing anyway a lot of the time but yeah. it's just insane that people do work like that but I know it work, can work for some people some people love it don't they they can't some people hated the fact that they had to work from home over the COVID times and couldn't wait to get back into that office culture and um, getting involved in that but for me it's like no especially when you like you say when your mums your world changes your priorities change things that you've got to do it just doesn't sit right to get your get your suit on and get some people love it because they get away from the kids I get that as well but um yeah for me no um I wouldn't want to I wouldn't want to ever go back to that life again even though at times when I was in it I loved it uh, but yeah. that was probably pre pre-kids and pre-knowing what I know now about how things can work and how much better things are oh it can be loads of fun especially when you're young and like yeah you know, I was in marketing I was always client side not but we worked with agencies and London agencies and I know there's cause a great social scene there's a lot of um expense accounts a lot of going out to nice places okay. and spending someone else's yeah. money and it can be a really good laugh can't it like we work with agencies retained agencies and we got to know them they were like friends we'd go out quite regularly with them and have a great gossip and loads yeah. of fun you had to go and wind it down and take people out and and it's not massively different to now how you you know i'm sure like how you run your business now we still have to entertain we still have to network we still want to see people face to face so i miss that massively when we couldn't go out and see people yeah and I wouldn't want to change that part at all, but it's the restrictiveness that, that you get when you have to work for someone else. And also, let's not forget, you're making money for the other people, not for yourself. Yes. You're not managing yeah. your own career and managing your own direction as to where you want to go. And so it doesn't have to depend on a promotion or it doesn't have to depend on someone else leaving. Actually, you're controlling your own ship, which can be super scary, but also I feel far more in control of that situation. It's far more freedom for me anyway. Yeah, it's scary, but it's also empowering, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I quite like the erraticness of our income so we're just like oh let's hit it hard this month and make a load of money and then you know have to do all of that work and going on holiday so we make less money and I can't I've got now I've got used to it at first it is quite scary but now I've got used to it I love the fact that you can be in control of that and go right let's just like ramp it up and go for it this month so what's your big plans then in terms of the future like have you got like a big vision like where you want to take the business or you I mean I mean how does one just decide that you're going to be the expert if you like on helping people do Shopify or do you just notice these things like you obviously must have you happen to be in the world where websites started at the time uh, do you think you're just one of these people that just kind of notice things early on I do check in with quite a lot of trends and activities that are going on so talking to people about TikTok for example and some of my clients that I work with are like well that's just what my kids do and it's like well no actually it's no. not you what Walmart did that they did this fantastic campaign a couple of months ago where they involved their actual members of staff so including people to enable them if they're on a fish counter for example to tell people about what's happening on that fish counter today so allowing that to happen all over the states with Walmart and I was like this is amazing let's take that down into mm. your hotel let's take it into your own business and get everyone from your assistant through to the MD, through to the cleaner, through to everyone involved in your business because each one of those people plays a part. So I guess I'm just interested in all those sort of elements of what's going on next and where you're going to take it. I probably don't want to sit still too long. So that is probably 
why I, I look in that direction too. But for me, I'm doing a lot more. I'm setting up for in September to be able to do online courses with more people. So less oh. in a Zoom kind of way, less in me turning up, but actually to enable people to find out, for example, if you are a hospitality business and you just signed up for, say, Airbnb, what's the best way to market it? So I'm just breaking it down to work with lots of businesses that do it. It's been really successful. So I think right, okay, I'm going to share that knowledge because loads of people doing yeah. Airbnbs and hotels and things like that and just have like a package so that you can say right here I am on my own what am I going to do how am I going to promote my cottage my house my whatever and that's often the bit people just get overwhelmed by don't they They, they're fine with the the products or the services or whatever it's just that how do I then offer it what do I do do? what's the magic thing that's going to get people to see me and want to buy from me yeah and we all know there is no magic thing it's down to hard graft and consistency don't um, tell them that becky they <laughs> <laughs> don't want to hear that no, that, that is the truth people come to me go oh how can i get more followers on instagram and my, my answer is well do you know what let's check your actual clients on instagram before we spend all this time and effort working out how to get more people. yeah and then yeah. oh wow actually on there let's not bother with it just because everyone else is doing it yeah because we get um, constantly get asked about like how do you do reels and of course we can show someone how to physically do a reel it could take you a long time to put certain reels together if you're going to be clever about it and have transitions yeah. put music in the background and this that, and the other and yes you might get thousands and thousands of views on that but how many people follow you off of the back of that particular reel and i i did one like the other day uh, no yesterday actually and i think i had over like a thousand views on it which would be more than perhaps like um maybe our post would get and things so i'm not they definitely are showing it to more people for example and that was like i think it only been up a few hours and it was a thousand but actually only four new people followed me so it's not ground and are they my ideal clients it's not probably um, one definitely wasn't because I was, i'm not following them about weirdos so is it actually going to get you any more money is it actually going to get people through the door and actually buying from you so you've got to be mindful not to just get swept away with the latest trend yeah Mm. the other thing i teach is how to use your smartphone to take better photographs so it's great to get a professional photographer in that's really good obviously i'm going to say i'm a big advocate of that and say get get your headshots done or get your um bnb photographed or any of those things you need photograph need imagery but you know what there's not going to be enough pictures that i take on that one or two particular days so it's teaching people how to use a smartphone more effectively so that they can have some really good pictures for their social media feeds or for posting out any of their information to talk to people. So the content needs updating all the time, doesn't it? And you can't constantly be getting like, you know, people to, to come in and, and do that. But we some some businesses can, but feasibly, many of us, if we, especially if you want something for one a one-off project that we're doing that's going to last for like a week and then go away again it's not really worth getting a photographer in for that thing so if you can get better images and they are really great now smartphones are aren't they in terms of what they can do so it's worthwhile doing it so we do always ask um our guests two questions on this show so we are the get savvy club so we always ask uh, what makes you savvy and you can take that any which way you want i think that's quite a tricky question (laughs) (laughs) I know you mentioned that before, and I was like thinking, oh, right, what makes you savvy? Well, does that mean what makes me different? Or does it mean what kind of hints and tips have I got? I don't know. Um, it's a tricky question, and it's something that's been kind of rolling around in my head, and I thought, how do I answer this? And I think the only way to say it is to be true to yourself, to decide what you want to do, and not worry about what all those other people are doing. So don't yeah. worry about the people who are creating amazing reels. Um, 
I've got friends of mine, she's got 250,000 followers on Instagram. She's not made one sale. She doesn't do it for that. She has thousands of followers, Mm. but it's not for that. So I think it's about... Why does she do it? Ask her why she does it. She does it because she likes it. She just, she goes around and photographs a particular city. All right. um, She has little reels on this particular city and it's her hometown. And so she shares it and that's it. But she's not made any money from it. She just quite likes doing it. But she could do. Could she, she tried to make money or she just does it because she genuinely likes it? Well, you know, I put my marketing hat on and go, well, do you know what? You could do this, yeah. could do that. And would you like me to help you with making some yeah, money? Yeah, I'd be the same, can't help myself. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think, you know, to be savvy, it's just to be true to yourself um, and follow those ideas, follow your gut instincts, but also to be looking ahead at what else is going on. So sort of peeking up from behind that sort of parapet and looking at what other trends are coming up ahead so that you can always be staying ahead of the game. It's mm. okay to repurpose and reuse other things, but it's better if you are looking a little bit ahead. So yeah, I sign up to different newsletters and activities and I just kind of chat to people who are in that tech industry, particularly women in tech. I really like it. We had a lady on uh, this podcast actually, couple of weeks ago or something and she was talking about Sabrina and she was talking about brain fog and how like uh, as as people get older they forget things and the memory goes and all the and um, in actual fact one of the one of the main things to stop that from happening is exactly what you've said there just be interested in stuff whatever that may be for you so that you're always learning always keeping an active mind and things and it is amazing the amount of normal people you don't you don't get it so much in um business world because we all we all had that about us to start something and you've got that entrepreneurial mind so often we are still curious and looking at things and whatnot but in normal day-to-day world and land people are just walking around like just knowing what they know and have no thirst to know anything else or move forward which is just blows my mind really um yeah. but yeah it's good that you're you're still you've, you're you know, still doing that when people come to me I'll and they're talking about any kind of tech whether it's, I don't know, setting up how you do a funnel or how do you do an online course or how do I do Instagram or how do I do TikTok, whatever it is, do you know what the best thing to do is open it up and have a go. Nothing bad's going to happen. Mm. You worried about... Yeah, click a few buttons. Yeah. And they're making everything as user-friendly as they possibly can now. So it's not like it did used to be a lot harder back in the day, but like now at the forefront of everything is how user-friendly is this um, app this um platform this whatever so you can bundle your way through or like you know borrow a 14 year old off of someone (laughs) because they they're working it out aren't they these kids are working it out so in actual fact it it is workoutable but yeah you know press the wrong button who cares you know yeah you're so right becky because also you don't need to be an expert in that platform just do it so that you can do it. Just learn the basics and do it so that you can, mm. you know, muddle your way through it. And the other question we always ask is about um, a book recommendation. So if you've got a book recommendation either to do with business or personal development or marketing, that'd be fantastic. Yeah, um, I love reading books. I love reading all sorts of books. I am quite dyslexic. So it takes me quite a long time to read books. And for some reason, I did do English A-level as well. So I like properly like based on myself. But I recently finished this book called Untamed, which is Stop Pleasing, Start Living, and it's by Glennon Doyle. Um, I just found this book really rewarding to read simply because it talks about things like if you're going to make someone disappointed. So if you're trying to tell a friend or your partner or maybe a business partner, any of those people, I need to tell them something and it's quite difficult news. And it talks about how do you know what? It's okay to disappoint people because you have to make the choices for yourself. 
is really empowering. Um, there's yeah. some quotes also from Brenny Brown's. So if you've ever seen Brenny Brown's work and some of the yeah, I love her. Um, there's loads of that, but it's just about how you can sort of live your life, but also work your business in a really freedom kind of way. I don't mm. even know the word, but you know, with with real honesty. And so I encouraged him. Yeah, I encourage everyone to be able to do that. To, to be that. Yeah, I guess because what what you're talking about is conquering the uncomfortable which in business you have to do in order to succeed, don't you? Whether that's doing a sales call or saying no to somebody or whatever. Luckily for me and Anita, we're quite blunt with each other, aren't we? Like we've both got that kind of personality. That you could just you just say it as it is. We don't need to flower anything up. And like I'm not going to get offended. If she messages me and there's no pleasantries about it or back, like we don't forget. Like, yeah, we don't like think. Oh well, that's a bit rude. Or we don't get offended easily, so that mm. we're we're fine with it. But we do find actually our style. We've um, not intentionally. We've maybe upset other people because we we work like this, and this is how we are. And we've perhaps gone out and just been honest, and then people. Have gone, oh well, 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 I said on um, on Facebook the other day that they'd done something I'd said to do in the training because I'm quite scary, <laughs> so they thought they should do it. And I was like, "Well, tell that to my children because they don't find me scary at all, and I'd like them to." But it is it is a great way to live, and then you could you what what can you do? You don't need to be like it says, doesn't it? You know, stop pleasing, and that's what we're all about. And we we laugh because we I'm more than happy to be in awkward situations cringe and more than happy like we, we work with a new um coach and he made us do these like dumb role play things and like even though like i've got like an acting background like i did perform in arts when i was a kid but i was just like oh, do we have to do it but you just do it and because he told us to and you get we've come on in leaps and bounds just by following certain things or if we're not don't like something we say why is that but so many people and actually when we start working with clients maybe early on they nod the head and say the thing of like we say well, well you need to do that and they'll go like this and then we'll follow up in yeah. like a few days time we go hey you didn't do that thing and they'll go yeah and there's an excuse or whatever and then we have to go well do you know don't just nod and say you're going to do something when you're not you need to be you know, open with us and you know we'll work it out and then we just tell them to do it and then they do <laughs> yeah you need to be focused on the outcome and then mm. you've got to do whatever you need to do to get to that outcome and sometimes it's a bit mm. embarrassing and a bit cringy and a bit uncomfortable but it's all learning isn't it and what's the worst that can happen yeah and like yeah. you say you might disappoint someone because you don't want to work with them anymore because actually you had an agreement that they're going to do x y and z and actually they're not doing the z part of it at all and you're like look great you're doing x y and you can only wait so long what you've then got to go right okay it's not working cord move on yeah a lot of people don't feel comfortable or want to do that do they well she talks about how you have to take the cage away you have to remove the cage and step out and say here i am this is me and accept you as you are and be honest Mm. about who you are and that kind of removing all those social conditions that we experienced ourselves and um it just kind of goes through it sort of buries it removes that burial of lots of things that have happened and also just to kind of give you that freedom of thought so that when you are you know if you're having a coaching session with someone or if you're doing some marketing with someone and you go to them exactly like you say Anna and they say you want to do this and they give you the yeah yeah so which is like yeah 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 and they're like they don't go and do it the thing is what is standing in their way and often it's themselves mm. that obstacle yeah. of them quite simple so often yeah and calling that out as well yeah and they just don't want to fail and so mm. this book talks a lot about you know what it's absolutely fine to fail because you need yeah. to go through that and process and then develop 
but be really clear on who you are. If our listeners want to find out more about you, um, what's the best way of them contacting you? I mean, I'll, I'll get the link to put in the show notes, but what is it? Yeah. So you can contact me on Instagram. I'm Becky Craven Creative. Um, you can message me and email me in those kind of ways. And yeah, I'm Becky Craven. So you can uh, get in touch in that sort of way. If you're enjoying Marketing Made Easy, the podcast from Get Savvy Club, use your podcast app to rate, review and subscribe. Awesome. Interesting woman. And um, yeah, a really, really useful service because there's a lot of people out there that have got some great products that other people would love to buy. They just don't know how to reach them. So I think this is the platform that will bridge that gap. Um, So yeah, definitely reach out and um, contact her if you want anything on that. And do you know what? I I was actually, I was only saying this morning following that interview that um, we keep hearing about people who have injuries that makes them laid up for weeks and weeks and weeks at a time. And I genuinely, you know, I'd like to just be shot if that happens to me because I can't imagine just having to lie. I would, even Mark went, oh, I'd have to leave you because she'd be just un- insufferable. Or put you in, in like an institution or something yeah, for that definitely. amount of time. Better or just put me in a coma maybe for however long it's not me out for the time. Maybe yeah, it's like sleep. It's, it's, it's amazing how many people um, need this as their wake up call to actually then, like we had um, Brenda on earlier, uh, earlier on an earlier podcast episode, who's the PR lady, who actually, um, got run over and then thought, I don't, I don't want to be a civil servant all my life. So I don't want to die a civil servant. Yeah, and it, it, it is. And then we've had other other people that similar things have happened to that they've they've been forced to stop. And if I'm honest, um, I was I still am like quite a, you know fast paced person and whatnot. But when I worked in proper jobs, um, it wasn't until I had um, my daughter and, and I was about to go on maternity leave that I hadn't actually physically had her. And I, to be fair, I didn't need to be on maternity leave. I could have been in the office, and I was like. I'm like basically feel like I'm skiving here now because the baby's not here. There's two weeks till she's here. Well, she, I didn't know it was a she then, the baby. And uh, and then it, that's when I realized, oh my God, not everybody works as hard as I, I do. Not everybody's in an office from like seven in the morning till nine at night. I didn't know that. And I was milling around the shops and thinking, oh God, why are all these people here? Why haven't they when got I, jobs? When I used to do that, I would think, why Why aren't you out working? Why yeah. are you here on a Wednesday? That's yeah. really odd. That's I've never been out on a Wednesday in like 20 years. Mm. It's just bizarre, isn't and it? I think that's why women especially are more fortunate than men because we do, we are, we do have change forced upon us on on different times of our lives that make us have to stop and think about things or be more resilient or whatever that may may be so we should harness and have that as a superpower but if you're listening to this and you're like you are working you're like yeah one day I'll think about doing my own business or whatever don't wait until like you're you you have to stop to then actually start thinking about it when you've got your own business people say you're so busy working in your business you never work on your business so you need to consciously take time to step back and think about your business and your goals and how you're going to get there and actually that's true of life isn't it you're so busy living your life you never take a step back and think about your life and actually time goes really fast and you do you suddenly think well I'm now 40 and I'm still doing this whatever and I never thought I would when I envisaged my because that's why I used to be a smoker um, believe it or not which is a hideous habit I never saw myself as a smoker but just like years went by and I was still and I just thought when I looked at my future I never thought oh that I'll be that you know 35 year old smoker and I thought I'm going to end up being that unless I do something now so I did something about it and stopped but it's the same, same with, with me and drinking actually to be fair because I used to see I quit drinking nearly 12 years ago and when I was younger and I used to see people that were older than me you know like 
um, probably out in the pubs with me, but they were older mm. and they had like those red cheeks going on and like the wine belly and oh, one o'clock. And I used to think, oh God, I never want to be that. But I was like heading straight yeah. there faster than that person that I was looking at judging. <laughs> I was like, you know, do you know I mean? if I was lucky enough to be alive, being that person that probably did it like once a week doing that. And there was me like out every single night, like literally I was only, I didn't go out like probably like four nights. Uh, in a year, in a year, nine a week, nine a week come on, four nights in a year. I probably like yeah, that is a bit out. extreme. So yeah, yeah but you you do, and you, so think about what you mm. want your life to look like. And we need to say this to ourselves as well, because in yeah. my head, I always think when I'm older, I'll have like this yoga body, because of course I would yes. do a lot of yoga. Are you going to get it? But considering I don't do any of that, and I've just at an orange club, it happen, is it anytime mm. fast? So the, that's why I think what I'm thinking about is having a holiday on my own once a year just a long weekend somewhere nice and warm where I do an activity I like like running or hiking or something like that and then that allows you to just kind of think doesn't it and think about your life and where you're going and what you want it to be like and things like that could even just be that actually you commit to going and I know it's tough when you especially when you've got younger children um or lots going on in your life and things even if you just commit to going for like like you go for your running you think on yeah. your own, don't you? well but then I do but I just think about get a savvy club and like my day and my week, I don't, I don't never really think long term. And I think, yeah, and to, I don't want to be have to be laid up for six weeks to go. Oh, what about my life? Although I did, I have made some massive changes in my life over the last ten years. So I'm kind of, I am really happy. Not always made them in the best way, but I have got to where I want to be somehow by hook or by crook. Um, so yeah, I don't need to think about that. But and I guess actually together we do talk about the future, don't we, and where we want Get Savvy Club to be and where we want our lives to be. Even um, this weekend is like a bit of a stop time. I know the kids are coming with us and stuff, but it's still away from <laughs> yeah and they can go and play football or do whatever they're doing yeah. and we can't because they're bit, that bit older and we can like actually just chat and think and plot and plan and things so yeah we do we do do yeah that, so. so my advice to you is to you know at least go for a walk for an hour and think right where am I going to be in 10 years time what does my life look like and am I on the path to get there or am I on the path to get somewhere where I never thought I'd be um, and I'm going to be one of those people that you see at the pub or you see standing outside the hospital smoking with their bloody drips and what have you <laughs> I would have ended up being one of those wouldn't I so yeah what is it that you want to change about your life and um, if you want email us and let us know we like to hear stuff about yeah. you brilliant see you all soon bye. bye that was Marketing Made Easy the podcast from Get Savvy Club if you enjoyed it join our Facebook group just search Get Savvy Club Thank you